All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gamer Grudge. Woo! Woo! All right, guys. Um, so we are back. We're back, and I'm back as host. I know some of you are saddened about that, but I'm back, baby, and I'm here to stay. <sighs> Looks so, so good. So the notebook is back, people. The notebook is back. All right, so guys, as we always do with Gamer Grudge and Gamer Grudge Past, we do um, we have the Rose Galleries, Rose Gallery of people. Let's go start with my fat checker, Zach. Zach. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> like always, he ruins everything. <laughs> and Angie, the person who lights up everything, the happy one. Hi! She is the mind. And also, people, if you go to GG Game Fixers, we will be setting up a poll. So go to GG Game Fixers on Twitter. We'll be setting up a poll. Actually, if you're on Twitter, go to hashtag GamerGrudge. And we're going to be doing a poll because Angie's running it. So um, give it a try because we're lagging a little bit. We're two minutes behind. So we apologize about that. So um, you may see it then. But be ready for that, people. But without, but we can't start Gamer Grudge without fighters. So, or as I like to call the victims. Coming back all the way from the UK, from Nottingham, it's Gareth. What's up, Gareth? Yo, how's it going? Glad to have you back, buddy. Um, if you don't know Gareth, he was on he was on season three of Gamer Grudge and the Resident Evil fight, and he's coming back for blood. Um, and next, last next, we have a person who was on a pre-taped episode of Gamer Grudge, which we're going to talk about. We'll talk about when it comes out, but we're going to introduce him. This is his first live episode. Uh, please give your greetings and salutations to Jason. Hey, hey, thank Woo! you very much. All right, all right. Um, okay, so um, we cannot start Gamer Grudge without the rules, but um, also I just want to let you know that, um, Angie, you got the restream up? I have everything else up. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, um, Nightpack is saying greetings and salutations. Greetings and salutations, Nightpack. I'm just letting you know. Um, but if you want to talk, she's in there. She's chatting with us. She's there. She's talking. So get ready for that. But we cannot do Gamer Grudge without the rules. Um, so let me get the rules ready to go. And she's there. Okay, people. Um, so the rules are... If I can get them up. Oh, wait a minute. Gotta get the rules up. The rules. The rules. Alright. Here are the rules are as followed. Um, Andrew, you want to read them? Yeah. Alrighty, fighters, here are the rules. There are four rounds with one question per round. The point is awarded to the fighter with the best argument. The two fighters with the most points will advance to PvP, and in the event of a tie, a tiebreaker round will commence in the form of quick bait or grudge quiz. Phases? And here are the phases, folks. You have five. The first one is the introduction, where you guys just simply state your answer. Nothing more than that. Phase two, you guys get three minutes each to make your argument. That is your declaration phase. Phase three is the grudge. You guys have five minutes to make a whole bloodbath with your arguments. Phase four is the last minute, where we will ask, or we, the judge, will ask you one question, and you guys have one minute to answer that question. And then phase five is where we do the cleanup, where we do our fact-checking, and then we release the verdict. Okay, all right. 
All right, guys. With that said, are you ready to grudge? Are you ready to grudge? Grudge. All right, guys. Last time I couldn't put the montage up, but this time I got it, baby. Let's do this. That montage looked beautiful. Ooh, look at that. All right, woo! Question. All right, well, let's go ahead and get question number one started. Ron, that's going to you, Zach. Question number one. What is the best gardening game, people? Um, so, Zach, do you know who you want to start off with? Uh, I'm good with either. All right, we're going to start with Gareth, and then we're going to go with Jason. So, Gareth, what is your answer? Plants versus Zombies. All right, Jason. Uh, I commend that pick, but I had to go with uh, Farmville. All right. Gareth, you had to stand. Once I ring the bell, you may start get, giving us your um, – you, you may start talking about why your answer is the best, starting now. So, first off, Everyone knows plants versus, plants versus Zombies. It's been ported to so many different consoles because it was so popular. In fact, it was so good and so popular, even World of Warcraft put a, had a little Easter egg version of it put into the game. Now that says a huge amount of just how good this game was. Um, it's generated a huge amount of revenue through all of the um, various different versions of it. Um, and considering that apparently it was... In, um, inspired by Magic the Gathering as well, there's this huge kind of, I guess, background behind it before it even came out. It was destined to win no matter what. Um, Rating-wise, it's got anything from 77 up to 92, I believe, for the iOS version. It's just amazing um, how successful this has been. The DS version, for example, got criticized, but generally, it's a really good game. Don't mean what else to say about that. The, sp the critics and everything speak for it. All right, Gert, critically acclaimed game. All right, um, Jason, Jason, you're next. That's me. I am next. <clears throat> I chose Farmville for a few different reasons. One, Plants vs. Zombies was not taken, <laughs> or was already taken, but. Farmville won an award at the Gaming Developers, Developers Conference for the best new social online game in 2010. So that's a positive thing, at least I thought. Uh, this is one of several games in the library um, that was actually released to a physical uh, board game version. So not many, uh, not many games can say, not many gardening games, in fact, can say that they have a physical board game version. Um, it was also labeled as fastest growing social game ever. 
done by uh, MarketWatch um, in 2009. And um, Farmers Insurance actually partnered with uh, Farmville to uh, basically stop the withering of crops um, as like farmer as as an insurance policy. Um, they had a sequel, Farmville 2. Um, 7-Eleven actually started selling Farmville Slurpees, which is uh, pretty awesome. And uh, Time Magazine, or Time, actually called it the most addictive Facebook game. And you got to have some uh, words from Martha Stewart saying that um, her, it was an excuse for her, her, sta or her staff and her audience to waste time on virtual farming instead of actual gardening. That's how popular it was because it pulls you away from gardening. And some of the best, one of the best things I saw is that you could uh, have 837 different crops available for you to plant. So uh, a lot of gardening could be done in Farmville. All right. All right, you know, we have heard each other's reasonings. Now it's time to take down the argument. I am. I just love being the judge. It's so bad. Okay, guys, I'm going to ring this bell, and you're going to take each other down like y'all were once brothers. Now you're enemies. I want you <laughs> to literally slice each other down. I, I, am, I am Caesar, and I want to see blood. Okay, guys. When I ring this bell, we can go at it. Starting now. Okay, so Farm Farmville, yeah, it was a brilliant social game, but did it ever actually get ported to a console? Did it ever get a full physical release outside of just being on basically Facebook and social media? Because it just it, it never really took off from there. It was the de I hate using the word casual, but it's the definition of this is as casual as you can possibly get. There's n there's nothing really there to grow it beyond what it already is. There, whereas Plants vs Zombies, obviously they've got they've been able to turn that into a shooter game as well, um, yeah. and they've just managed to grow that genre completely. <clears throat> See, but my problem with this is we're talking about a gardening game, so uh, actual gardening Plants vs Zombies is actually pulling away from gardening as going to first person shooters because it cannot garden. Okay, um, the the actual part of Plants vs Zombies where you do gardening and going into the Zen Garden is about the only gardening you do. You have to actually supplement the game with uh, combat and fighting before you actually do gardening, and it it's a nice little uh, mini game to get things and to grow inside of uh, inside of there. But this this is a gardening game. We want to see gardening. If I could if I could have pulled up a gardening simulator, I would have. Uh, pulled up that, but um, Plants vs. Zombies is not it's not as gardening as you think it should be except that if you want to put down all those guns and everything, don't you physically have to plant the seeds and grow your plants and that isn't planting, actually gardening so even to get the guns out there you are, you are gardening against the zombies it's using your gardening and showing how good gardening can be and how cool it is to make sure it, it protects your house from all of those ravenous zombies that are coming towards you I'm sorry, I can't buy it. I can't buy that gardening is going to develop a plant that's going to give you uh, weapons to pull out guns. It's a fantasy world, and it's not real gardening. <laughs> and, farm, and Farmville isn't fantasy. <laughs> it, it, is, it is realistic. Uh, you're, you're planting crops, planting seeds, sowing them, uh, pulling them up, getting the revenue, and doing it all over again like true uh Gardening and farming. So it's farming, it's not gardening. 
I agree. Now, you could do it for fun. It could be aesthetic. You can lay out everything and make it beautiful and pretty, which is probably... And you still need to make a revenue from it. it so it's still farming. In general, but uh, I can tell you right now that shooting um, other enemies is not gardening. <laughs> <laughs> but however, again, you are, you are planting in your garden. It literally actually takes place in the garden. It's not a farm. Farmville is farming, not gardening. I, a, I, there is a difference there. I have to disagree with you because the uh, wide range of plants that you can uh, plant and make aesthetically pleasing is totally up to you. You can uh, do anything you want with it. You can be creative as you need to. Now, uh, creativity is probably one of the basis for gardening, and being creative is not a huge thing uh, when it comes to plants versus zombies. There is not a lot of creativity. You follow the same. You follow the same tech tree and everybody tries to get the same things and lay out, you know, destroying zombies. But where's the creativity? Okay, let's have a look. Let's just take the word gardening into, into here. The word gardening, it literally has to take place in your garden. Farmville is on a farm. Therefore, that doesn't connect. Well, Farmville is on a property and I could put any kind of garden I like on that said property. You, coming from Britain should know a lot about gardening. I mean, this is the gardening. I know a lot about farming, farming too. <laughs> and farming, right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can look out my window and there's a bunch of farms and none of them have gardens because they're farms. I disagree. I bet you they do have <laughs> gardens. <laughs> they really don't. I, I, bet you Mabel, I bet you Mabel has got her garden set up <laughs> in the farm. If a farmer has a garden, he's doing his job wrong. <laughs> the whole point of being of a farm, including Farmville, is you have to make money. And to make money, you've got to make sure you maximize that space. Therefore, you don't have a garden, you have a farm. Because it's all about making that money. Whereas with Plants vs. Zombies, you're literally in a house, in your front or back garden, and sometimes the roof, um, just building plants. Um, building, what am I saying? Right. Just planting plants constantly. It's literally in the garden. <laughs> Yep. And I'm waiting to see where any of that gardening has to do with uh, bazookas and guns and everything shooting. That's not a whole lot of gardening. Oh, believe me. When those plants come, I'm buying them. <laughs> We're buying them, yes, either way. But yeah, I think when you boil, when you boil it down, Farmville is a, I'm not going to say it's a great game, it's an average game, but it's, <laughs> people enjoy it for some reason. Um, they used to. They used, they to. used to enjoy it. <laughs> but um, it's not a gardening game. Specifically, it's a farming game. That's time. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, um, yeah. All right. So, um, I want to ask, um, Zach, you got a question? No. Andrew, you got a question? <laughs> She's got nothing. <laughs> I forgot nothing. Okay, here's my question. All right, so we heard a lot of definition of gardening. Um, here's my question: What vegetable is the best vegetable that you can grow in your what? What vegetable is the best vegetable in your garden? That would that y'all think that would be a good question? I mean, Angie. I could see it being a fair question. Yeah. So, what's the best vegetable you can grow in your garden? Like I said, we start with uh, starting with Gareth, and then we're going with Jason. Gareth, what is the best vegetable you can grow in your garden? Potato, potato, completely. It's 
the most versatile thing out there. Chips, cri- well, British chips, fries, or oh, crisps, chips. Oh, that's confusing. <laughs> or you can make mashed potato, you can make roast potatoes, you can make cottage pie, you can make shepherd's pie, all of this stuff using potatoes. Best. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Now y'all are making me hungry. Yeah, now <laughs> you are too. Yeah, that is right. Jason. Uh, although I do feel that potatoes is a good pick, um, I have to go with uh, peppers because peppers are like the season of life. Uh, I, I, I'm growing sport, sport peppers right now in my garden, and oh man, I chop those bad boys up and sprinkle them over everything. They're delicious. Any kind of peppers uh, just really spice up all your food and make it better. Even peppers make potatoes better. Okay, yeah, um, that was a Teen Titans reference. Um, so, um, so, um, Zach, facts. I can say having lived on a farm, we did have a garden because we'd eat foods out of the garden, so we'd have always have a small allotment for ourselves. Fair enough. You know, but, I mean, other than that, I, what do you want me to say? Both these... Both these are, like you said, in hyper-casual games. It's like, <laughs> God, damn. And we're talking about gardening. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone stop gardening, drink bleach, we need to kill the planet. Drink bleach. <laughs> it's all, all over. It, once It's all over, everything will be clean. Perfect. But yeah, because you bleached it all out. Oh, See? Okay. Uh, you know, bleach kills 99.9% of germs. Well, 0.1%. It's the Thanos of cleaning supplies. <laughs> wow, that, that's a much. Thanos wants half. Post Malone is that 0.1% that doesn't get killed. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so Zach, who you thought won? I mean, it, it really goes... Which is a better game? Plants vs. Zombies is a better game. Which is the more gardening-centric one than it's Farmville, and they're both terrible. So what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. That's uh, weird. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, you just literally just damned everything. Okay. Uh, Andrew, you thought one. I don't know, it's kind of a hard decision because I've played both of these for quite a few hours, but I'm probably going to go with Plants vs. Zombies just because one thing I know from Farmville is that there's a lot of waiting time in between like some of your crops having to actually be like fully grown. So I'm going to go with Plants vs. Zombies. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so here's, what, here's the fact. Here's what I got. Um, Gareth, you said um, it's a very popular, huge feeling. Um, it's hard following... Um, it's a great central acclaim. It's a, it's a great critical acclaim game. You did say that, um, Jason. You said it's based on it's a base new game. You know, there's so many things about it. There's Slurpees and you know all this other stuff. It's what well, you did. Well, it may not be Slurpees, but there were. It is Slurpees. It was just funny to hear you say Slurpees. <laughs> yeah, it's a southern tone. I know. Uh, so it was so Slurpees and everything. Um, things against it. Um, the thing about it is, it show. Um, it's basically, um, you kept saying um, against um, Gareth, it's, it's taking shooting. There's, it's not really a garden game. Um, it's a shooting game. It's not really gardening. And also, Jason said the same thing. 
Um, basically, y'all were crossing each other's out, so I basically put an X on that. Um, I, I do. Um, so um, here's the thing. Um, the thing that Jason said that here's the thing that I um, I, I do like your plants. Um, potato um, actually is a good one. Um, the pepper is pretty good. I enjoy that. But here's the reason why Gareth has to win is the fact that he kept saying something that was interesting um, where he went right to the definition of it and it was something interesting. I, I commend him for that. He said, your game, Jason, is not really gardening, it's farming since the name. So in that thing, that's a semantic art, but it was a semantic art he kept, kept putting into his argument. And for this, I have, even though while your game might be does guarding me, it's not really guarding, it's farming, and farming is different from guarding. So I have to go with Gareth on this. So Gareth, you get the thing. <laughs> so wait a minute. So that's not fair. So if my game was named something else. No, it wasn't a name. It wasn't a name. He kept arguing that point. Like, argue, you argue, like, like, you kept, you you didn't come up with a better argument to take his down also. Your argument was like, yeah, I couldn't find nothing else to tell. Because your whole argument was basically, yours is not a a gardening game, and then he kept saying, yours is not a gardening game. So I was like, that crossed each other out, because that makes no sense. So (laughs) then it circles back to you saying that, and then you literally just kept, like, how can I put it? You were throwing dirt at him. While he literally just said, "Oh, here's your shovel. I'm gonna throw this. Sh- I'm gonna throw dirt on you with the shovel," and he just kept doing it, and then you just fell into a hole, and that's what happened. That makes sense. Oh, dirt. I, I get it. No yeah. play on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good pun. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Gareth won this. Um, and what they're saying in the chat. Um, well, they're not really saying much. They're enjoying the show so far. Um, Nightpack says that he doesn't really know many gardening games, so he didn't really have much of an opinion on it. Right, right, right. And like I said, it's early in the show. Usually people come in late for some odd reason. Um, uh, so, uh, let's go to question two, Zach. Oh, crap. Okay. <sighs> What is the best sports game on the Nintendo? Why did you have to put the full name on the NES, S- or the, the NES, the SNES, or the Sega Genesis, or as Jeff put it? Why did you say it like that? What the, the SNES? SNES. The SNES. Not, so, we say it. Super that's Nintendo. What I mean, that's what we say it too. Yeah. yeah. So. Super I, Nintendo, the SNES, oh, the Super Okay, the SNES. I've never heard it said SNES. Yeah, really? Yeah, I've always heard. I've always heard it SNES. Yeah, some people do say SNES. So, um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, people, anyway, our, our Sega Genesis, or as Gareth would put it, Sega Mega Drive. All right, so this time we're gonna go with um, Jason. Jason, what is your answer? My answer was Mutant League Football for the Sega Genesis. Oh, yes. Okay, Gareth. So I went with WWF WrestleMania, but the specifically the um, the Midway one because there's All right. Midway. Two Midway. Yeah. All right. All right, Jason, you got your time. You get to um literally set up your argument starting now. 
Okay, first of all, I have to say that the title alone, Mutant League Football, has to bring you in. L reading it, if I was at the rental store looking at the title of this, Mutant League Football, if I was already into football, you, you, you're looking at Mutant League and you're thinking, man, you're, you're, you got altered characters that are about to be playing uh, a sports game. So as I got to do that and rent that game and play it that very same scenario, uh, you got while you play this game, uh, it's so awesome um, on on the field. There are landmines. There's all kinds of things that uh, that are hazards that your your uh, your character your characters your players can run into. Um, there are special abilities. Uh, all the different um, playing surfaces, from toxic waste to rubber, rock, which give you all different types of uh, um, situations that you have to adapt to while you're playing. Um, there are over 19 different teams that you can uh, select from, and all of them have interesting, cool names from Dark Star Dragons to Slay City Slayers. Uh, this is the epitome of cool when you're when you're playing uh, the Sega Genesis. Um, each team can even have the ability to bribe referees uh, twice per game. You can even uh, bash the refs and beat them up and kill them. Um, there's even like abilities to like win MVP uh, and make it into the Hall of Fame, and then you can even uh, characters can even push your uh, MVP into a, a fire pit as as it happens. So I always I always thought that it was such a cool game because it also reflected like even real uh, stars names like uh, with Lawrence Taylor was. KT Slayer or Joe, uh, actually I should say uh, like Jim McMahon was Grim McSlam, you know, special names like that. So it, it really uh, pushed the, the connection between like real um, football and then also making it like a fantasy. So it was kind of like a fun, a really fun take of it. Um, and I personally enjoyed the crap out of it. All right, cool. Um, also, they did remake that. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it was okay, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, WWE WrestleMania. Now, so originally, uh, WrestleMania started off as an arcade, and, and moving arcade games over into consoles has never been a particularly pleasant job. It doesn't generally work out very well, but they managed to do a really good job with this port. It's not 100% perfect, but they did a really good job. So that technically already, it's, it, they're, they're winning. Um, in terms of who you can play as, you've got eight wrestlers, so you don't have this massive roster to choose from. You can, you've got very specific ones to work with, but each of them have a unique feature. So, for example, I think um, Bret Hart can shoot Valentine hearts out of him because wrestling. Um, in terms of game modes, you've got, you can either go for, I believe, the Intercontinental intercontinental or the world championship which means you've got a nice little bit of choice for single player and then for there's a multi two modes for multiplayer as well so it's got really good diversity also it's ref wrestling and wf so it's obviously huge no matter what um there's a that and then when you go into wrestlemania mode you've got this great challenge so if you like difficulties and you like challenge at the same time and you want to show how great you are at a game compared to everyone else you have to beat every single wrestler in the game in one match and if you do in if you can do that you go to your friend and say i've done that you haven't so it gets this great competitive edge as well okay that's it yep all right all righty 
trying to look at the chat. Um, sorry. Um, all right, you got time? Is that um, Angie? You got time? All right, cool. All right, I'm gonna ring the bell. You may go at it, people. Um, take each other's argument down. Blood, people. Yep, there we go. I can't believe that you picked WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game, as your uh, best sports game. Because out of all the WWF games, you could have picked THQ's No Mercy, WrestleMania 2000. You could have picked all those uh, games done for the Nintendo 64, and yet you picked uh, uh, WrestleMania Arcade. Now, I give you that the arcade was beautiful uh, to play. It was an enjoyable thing. But, man, it was so terrible ported to the uh, other consoles. At least that's my argument. I did not personally like uh, the ports for the uh, WrestleMania Arcade. There's one problem with that. with Because, yes, the later ones are great, but... They weren't on the Mega Drive or the, they weren't on the SNES. So I had I kind of had to go with that one. <laughs> um, okay, THQ's uh, Royal Rumble. I can tell you that Royal Rumble was definitely a lot more fun to play. You could even go back to uh, I can't do WrestleFest because that was arcade only. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I've got to say it's I'm currently biting my tongue here because um, Mutant League football isn't football. It's football is not right. It's the wrong word. <laughs> as a British guy I have to say that is not football <laughs> at all um, but ignoring that um, when it came over here and I, I'm, I'm, I grew up with the Mega Drive and that is a Mega Drive game and I've never heard of it until we, until we started looking into this that's how unpopular it was over here so again that's really bound by cultural things um, the cultural aspect of it really limits it whereas WWF Everyone knows wrestling. Everyone grew up with it. The, the reach of that game is so much bigger because it doesn't have that cultural block off. No one in Europe is going to play Mutant League that much because we don't, that's not the football that we play. So instantly, it's really limited in how many people are actually going to be interested in it. You know, I have to come down on uh, what literally is the better game to play. And I'm telling you, Mutant League football uh, is was way better. Um, you have WrestleMania uh, Arcade uh, basically was trying to mimic uh, Mortal Kombat at the time, being so popular as, as what it was. And Mutant League was its own, its own thing. It wasn't trying to copy anything else. There was only like two or three uh, different um, like routes that you could choose from Intercontinental Heavyweight and then WrestleMania, um, which I, I personally, I thought it was limited. Um, and then depending on which uh, system that you used it on, you had uh, a few uh, characters that were missing out of uh, certain ones. So I couldn't, I couldn't find the enjoyment of it. But playing Mutant League football, um, yes, it's hard to hard to debate uh, football and the word terminology of football with somebody who's from the UK. But I'm telling you right now, uh, it was a lot more fun. Um, guys would explode from being tackled. Uh, guys could be uh, transported into alternate dimensions. Um, you know, you have none of that with uh, WrestleMania Arcade. And I just think that it was a true sports game because in the end, wrestling uh, is not necessarily a true sport, although very physical. Um, um, not true. Olympics. It's an Olympic sport. It's quite literally. I mean, yes, this is the theatrical version, but wrestling itself is an Olympic sport. Um, I'm sorry, this is not an Olympic 
uh, Endurance <laughs> game. This is uh, WrestleMania. It's but but it's still based on the exact same historical sport. It's one of the one of the longest running sports in history. If you go over to say Turkey and they've been doing oil wrestling for centuries, it's huge sports. Um, oil wrestling. Yep, <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, and while yes, the amount of characters is limited. One thing from an entertainment point of view, how can you argue against? Lex Luger shooting out dumbbells from his body. I mean, from a, just from a f- comical side of things as well. So you've got the challenge of the ba- the um, that huge match where you've got to beat everyone. Then you've got the absolute silliness and just entertainment of random things coming out of your body to attack your enemies. It's- I know how I argue it. I know how I argue it. I argue it with exploding balls, invisibility, electric shock, jetpacks, and attacking the referee or opponent's quarterbacks. Uh, at any time and bribing referees in the game you could sway the while while playing this game <laughs> they're not in football football doesn't have <laughs> quarterbacks real football too. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, yeah i think i'm i don't really know what else to say anymore. <laughs> it's time anyway so you guys are good y'all did good y'all did good um all right so uh Zach, you got a question? Questions? No. Okay. Angie, <laughs> stop there. Angie? Nope. Thank it. Y'all are not doing me any favors here. Okay, so um, about this question. Um, so we understand I heard a lot of stuff in the future. These are somebody, some people bringing up future games. Why was this game good on that on this particular t- What What did this game how can I put it? How did this game change the way you look at games forward? What did it do? What did it push the envelope on in this this particular sport game? Push the envelope on for future in future installments of games. Is that a good question? I like it, Angie. I approve. All right, cool. The the producer has approved. All right, Jason, go ahead. Hello. My reply is this. You take a normal sports game. A lot of people believe that this came off of the Madden engine, but the information that I saw was that it was actually uh, started from scratch. Um, You took a normal sports game and you added craziness to it. You added explosions. You added guys with crazy names. Um, You added different uh, fields and different turfs um, that could be applied to to what was going on. It took a normal sports game and it shot it into the universe and made it into something more, something a lot more fun than just the bland sports game overall. Anybody could play this game and have a good time with it, even if they weren't a big sports fan. All right. Gareth? If I was going to go for accessibility as well, because one thing that um, WrestleMania did show is that you can have both a, a nice, accessible, easy way into the into it, or you can have challenge. You don't have to have one or the other. It shows that you can really cater for every single audience in one game. It, you've got from the range of different characters to the range of different modes, everyone has something for them in this game, and that's something that doesn't really get looked at enough, back, especially back in the day. All right. Zach Facts. Uh, I mean, there's really not much fact-wise. Uh, nobody said anything that they would that wasn't in the games. 
Um, fact is, I went on like an hour-long rant stream playing Madden 95 two weekends ago, agreeing with Gareth, so I can't say much about that, because it is stupid. It's called football. <laughs> that game is terrible. <laughs> okay, um, we will now excuse what Matt, what, Ryan, what, what, what Zach said. You can't even get his name right? Zach, Goodness, uh, Zach. I was pissed off that much because he talked about my favorite mm-hmm. sports. Uh, so, uh, Angie, who do you thought won? Um, I, I was really torn because you both had very good arguments, but I think I'm going to go with WrestleMania. Mm, okay. All right. Zach, who you thought won? I mean, I just... Look, I just I, I may have said that about WrestleMania, but Mutant League is a more interesting game to me. Okay. All right. Uh, WrestleMania, I mean, it's built on the MK framework and plays like it. Right. Mutant League, I unless you played Mutant League hockey, I don't see like you get any of the you know, cross like that other than that there's really nothing else like it. I do prefer Mutant League Hockey, though, because you can kill the other player. And that was the second one. Yes. Okay, oh. sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so, let me get done with this. Um, sorry, Angie. <laughs> um, all right, so here's what we're going to say. Um, so, Zach, you went with Mutant League? Yep. All right, okay. Here's what, what happened. Um the title should, as you said, the title should bring you in. Um, anyone, it has, um, it has, it's awesome. It has hazards on the field. Um, I didn't go into detail, but I know it has hazards, and it's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, Gareth, you said it's an arcade game. Usually, it is correct. Most ports, most arcade games going to the port does not work. Um, sometimes it don't work. Sometimes it does. Um, the things against it. Um, Jason, um, culture, um, that's a big one. Um, it may be good in the States, but it's not good world, world, around the world. That's understandable. And I can understand that. Um, Gareth, he did come up with some better games, but I literally X that off because it's not about games that were in later years because No Mercy was on the PlayStation 1 and No Mercy, we didn't ask for PlayStation, we asked for NES. Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. So there we go. But but um, I want to get this out the way. Um, you were talking about um, wrestling is now and um is not an actual sport. Um, Kurt Angle would have to say that because he is an Olympic gold medalist. Um, I know who Kurt Angle is Kurt Angle because uh, he sucks. Anyway. <laughs> uh, 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 also, um, you know, I, I just, um, the things you said, um, Gareth was, um, accessibility. It's something that's interesting with your game. And, um, Jason, you said it's norm, it's a normal game with different games that would, you know, it gave it a different feel. Also, this is a game that got a remake, which is something interesting. Um, but the one thing I have to say that was a good, plug, but I feel like Gareth didn't literally try to erase it. Uh, it was mimicking Mortal Kombat. I felt like that was a good 
big and Garrett was trying to figure out one way to get it, but he never tried to explain that it wasn't doing it where it was. And there's been a lot of game. This is this is something that they did a lot. And that every game from there, you know, you got Batman Forever, which was mimicking the same thing. Um, so um, I, for this, I have to agree with Zach, my counterpart, Zach, and say that Jason won this with um, Mutant League. So, Jason, you get this point. Um, Andrew, what are you saying in the chat? GG. <laughs> nice one. Um, well... <laughs> I don't know what that. They're not. They're not really saying much still, but that is okay. There's. They're still just enjoying the show. There's a couple of people are checking out the shop. So you do. I wouldn't say it's mimicking uh, that because Midway did make the game. Like, yeah, it's I agree. Not mimicry. It was. It, it wasn't mimicking, but I can say that it was really like you know, it's the same thing. It's like. Like it was in that during that age where you know this is this is you know, Mortal Kombat with Batman. This is Mortal Kombat with WrestleMania. I mean that's that was the thing with Midway. It was just the same thing. It was doing the same I thing every time. I remember with this uh, too, and I, I hate to interject, just kind of throw you with. I remember the controls just being absolutely terrible, um, trying to pull off moves and stuff. It wasn't as easy as uh, say Mortal Kombat or or any other fighting game like Street Fighter or anything like that, to be able to pull off some of the moves. So I just felt like it was real clunky and all over the place. Even in arcade. It won best 32X game from GamePro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing, but... I'm not going to lie. I was expecting to lose this one. <laughs> uh, I mean, you did put up a good... Um, you did put up a good fight. Yeah. Sometimes argument alone can save you. <laughs> Apparently not. It doesn't have to be the game. <laughs> um, so, um, also, um, other choices that I would like, um, and I just literally would just, was just putting this out here, um, Hoops would have been a good one. Um, yeah. I was thinking Caveman Games. I was thinking that. Super Tetma Bowl. Um, he said good games. <laughs> Super Tet my balls good. Shut up, Zach. <laughs> you, you're just, just just hating on it. I mean, yes, I, I am. Tet my balls. It's fun. It's fun to play. It makes you react every time. That's why I do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hoops is fun. Hoops is a good fun based basketball. I'm, I am surprised no NBA Jam. Yeah, NBA Jam. Yeah, NBA. You know, NBA Jam. That was that was a, that would have been a good one. Um, also, also, um, what was it? I'm surprised. I'm glad nobody picked Madden because that would have pissed me <laughs> off. Can I just interject for a second? Mm-hmm. I've got to say, it's really interesting how little sports the UK actually has f- to make video games out of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's some virtual cricket nonsense somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you would play that game and it would take days. <laughs> Legitimately. Uh, what is this thing? I've seen it before where people dice roll and it's a cricket thing. What the hell is that? <laughs> so much. Mate, I'm British and I don't understand cricket. Versions of it. There's like the traditional extended long version, and then there's like a new one that like the uh, Indian. 
people like helped make it like, super fast and like it only happens in like three hours instead of like, oh so they tried to fix it so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have too right. many people out here in the sun dying we need to fix it <laughs> <laughs> all right all right well let's go to our um let's go to the third question this tied up um angie got my message Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. All right, let's go ahead and tie it up. Um, we got it tied up right now. Um, so this is becoming a good fight. All right, Zach, third question. What is the best game company? Um, so I start off with Gareth this time, and then we're going to go to Jason. So Gareth, what's the best company? Sacknoff. They have a real logo. It was too much of a pain. <laughs> it was embedded in their wikia, and you, I hate that. <laughs> All right. All right. Chase? Uh, uh, I chose uh, Konami. Okay. All right. All right, Gareth, may God have mercy on your shot, soul. You're about to fight this fight. So I'm going to ring this bell, and you may go at it. So, Sakhanov, when they were first created, they were created with a, with a huge amount of prestige because the, found, the founder of it was a guy called Hiroki Kakuta. He was a composer from Square. He'd worked on the likes of Secret of Mana. So that instantly, from an RPG point of view, from an RPG fan, that kind of prestige is massive. They then went on, and they had this mentality of, I don't want to do what everyone else is doing. I don't want to do the same generic formulas. I, I want to make a horror game, but I don't want to make it normal. So I'm going to make a horror RPG, and I'm going to make it a tactical RPG. And throughout the entire lifespan of them, because to be fair, they didn't last very long, um, throughout their entire lifespan, they kept trying to do loads of different unique things. And that's something that has always resonated with me, is that most companies, especially even modern companies, they just roll out the same idea over and over again. Sacknoth dared to be different, and that is really important when it comes to video games. Okay. Secret Owner for Secret of Mana and great RPG. RPG. Yes. Uh, great RPG. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's got the notebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Jason. Uh, I chose Konami for the obvious reasons, uh, and I'm looking at full body of work. I realize that Konami may have not have done some of the best things recently, but I'm looking at Turtles in Time for the SNES. I'm looking at Tournament Fighters for the SNES. I'm looking at Contra 3 for the SNES. Should I keep going? I'm looking at Castlevania 4 for the SNES. Do I keep going with Simon's Quest for the, Super Nin or for the regular Nintendo? Don't forget jackal for the regular nintendo how do i keep going oh contra uh super c regular contra and don't forget to bypass nintendo's distribution uh issues ultra which is part of konami is uh skater die hubert was bought through with ultra don't forget um snakes revenge for the nes Metal Gear Solid for the NES. Basically, I'm just pointing out that Konami makes a ton of awesome games, whether it be from beat-em-ups, some sports, 
some adventure games. Uh, I could keep going. Even even some uh, awesome uh, titles like Batman's Returns. Even some movie titles. Uh, keep going. <laughs> Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Come on. I mean, how do you not like these games? These are all amazing, awesome games, and they're all done by Konami. Okay. Yeah, my girlfriend loves Zombies Ate My Next Door Neighbor. She will go crazy. She go crazy about that game. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so, here we go. Another round. Let's do this. Let's do this! Do it! Do it! Do it! Let's do it! All right, first of all, I have to point out that uh, I was very close to picking Square, so I can uh, respect your choice of somebody that had worked in Square to pick that. But I, I have to go Konami here. Um, you know, I, honestly, when the name came up, uh, I, I had no idea who you were even talking about. Um, even when... Uh, but when the name was brought up, we were having trouble even pronouncing it or saying it right. And that might be on our end, uh, being uh, just not knowing, because honestly, I had no clue. Uh, but when I talk about Konami, everybody knows Konami, whether it's positive, negative, people have and are talking about Konami. So they're, they're, these games speak for themselves. It's really hard to argue against these games. And uh, I, I'd like to see someone really try. I've got to say, I'm surprised you didn't bring up Silent Hill or anything like that, because they were by far their longest-running thing, Silent Hill or Metal Gear. Also, Metal Gear on the NES is not Metal Gear Solid, it's Metal Gear. Just like that. Um, so, the one thing with Konami is, yeah, they, they have the extended lifespan, so they had a lot more games that they can offer, because they've been around longer. However, quality of games, obviously they have quite a few ones, but they have a lot of really bad games out there as well. To the point where most there's a lot of forgettable games that Konami have made. And f- where- <laughs> <laughs> Visual aids, thank you. Um, <laughs> and there's there's also the fact that they will they fell in they started falling into the formula because to begin with, yeah, on the SNES days they were great, but they started falling into the same formula of let's just recycle the same rough idea. Silent Hill and Silent Hill 2, brilliant. Silent Hill 3 onwards, how badly did they ruin that series? How do you ruin something as good as Silent Hill? By letting Konami run it. That's how. They took, and how, did they, how can you ruin Metal Gear? Let Konami run it. They ruin every good franchise that they've had, and they've completely tarnished it to the point where they should, people don't even want to play it. Look at Metal Gear Survive. What was that? Um, with Sacknoth, they started out knowing that they were the underdog. People don't know them because they are the underdog. Everyone loves an underdog story. They wanted to do something different. They didn't want to do what Konami, what even what Square did with Final Fantasy, because I love Final Fantasy, but it does follow a very specific formula. Everyone sticks to a formula, and that gets really dull, and that's basically led to the current Call of Duty situation. Konami didn't help that. Yearly, we Because of Konami and other companies, we've got to the point where we get yearly releases of the same rubbish with the different paint job that's all we get now that is gaming industry for the large part and that's because i feel like that's electronic arts as well (laughs) it's one of them but konami didn't help konami didn't help okay i get you i get you there but you know what uh as you keep speaking and you keep talking i still don't know the name of your company everybody knows who konami is uh whether you get positive everyone knows who uribol is that's not a good thing it's still good press publicity is always good publicity no matter what it is. And I'm telling you, whoever you're talking about, 
nobody else knows who it is. I think if you went on Twitter and you mentioned the word Shadowhearts, you'd be surprised, mate. There's a huge cult following. I believe a massive cult I following. Believe you, but because I have to argue this point, <laughs> games play, uh, win for them. Again, that's because they they were around longer, so they had more chance. And again, you're li- you're specifically saying with the SNES area, you're not looking at anything after that. What about from P- PS2 onwards? Again, we had Metal Gear 2 came out. How many people were angry with that? Metal Gear 4, it was basically a cutscene simulator. They ruined their franchises. You're only focusing on the very original when they were still good, but they lost everything. You still haven't gone past the NES and SNES era. Like I said, it's a full body of work. So um, I would definitely say that reputation-wise, maybe they might have hurt themselves at some point with some of the later games, but I'm telling you, uh, overall, I'm saying better company because they've made way more titles and they're so much more fun to play. If that's true, then how is it that Bloodstained is better than most Castlevania games? I don't know. I haven't played it, but but I have seen a lot of it and I would like to play it. I would like to definitely try it. And um, that's the point. We, got the, we, we finally got another good, good Castlevania game after, after the likes of Symphony of the Night, after yeah. he left Konami. Konami, if you keep the things with it, they ruin it all. Yes, they started out really good, but as the years went on, they, they lost touch with it. And if we're looking at a full body of work, we have to look at the full body, including the more recent times when they just can't make a good game anymore to the point where now they can't, they're not even making them. They're just making mobile games and pachinko machines because they just don't care anymore. <laughs> so from a whole body of work, from a gaming point of view, they started out great and then they just gave up. Sacknoth fought till the end. They, weren't, they were the underdog. <laughs> oh, that, guy that was fun. That guy. Time got uh, away from us for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, um, Zach, you got a question? You got to have one this one. Bro, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hold, I'm holding my opinions back. Wow. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I, I'm um, warned. I was warned of your opinions. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, we, we had to. Uh, you got a question? <laughs> okay. <coughs> okay. <coughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, from your companies, you gotta have one game. So, um, you only get to pick one, not a multiple of other games. What is the one game from your franchise that still today is doing well? It's doing well, and I understand. I mean, one, well, not one. The the one game itself that's still going to doing good today. That's having like that big cold calling. That one game. Not serious, that one game. That makes sense? That good energy? I think so. I think think that'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Starting with gear. Well, then, that's got to be Shadow Hearts Covenant. If you ask any single person, any RPG fan, what's Shadow Hearts Covenant, most of them will know. It's the... It revolutionized the battle system. It created... An incredibly weird story that can't be just found anywhere else and anyone who has ever played it loves it i have not met a single person and i'm a i talk about this game all the time i have not met a single person who has ever said anything negative about the game and it's still being sold constantly in retro game markets for a very high price over here all right jason uh i'm gonna have to go with um when they I would say uh, Contra because anytime you can't 
it's hard to not pick a game where it has a formula that if it's not broke, you know, don't fix it. And I know that they did it with Contra Force at one point, but then they went back. Even if they're re-releases, you know, Contra is everlasting. Whether I'm playing an old one or they do a remake or whatever, they it's just a fun shooting, like, beat-em-up run-and-gun game. And, you know, it just keeps going, and, and, and you love it. And then everybody, you know, always thinks of the Konami code, things like that. So I'm, I'm picking the Contra franchise. All right. Contra in general. Well, no, you got to pick a game. Right. Well, it's going to be con- – it's, con- it's super Contra. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Zach, come on with the facts, buddy. Uh, I mean, both what they said uh, – yeah, they both got to run the same scores, like, opinion-wise. All right. Um, I mean, well, I mean, Sacknuff, they did not have a long run. Uh, very short, in fact. Uh, so I can – but Konami, it's a gigantic list, and there are some bombs in there. Mm-hmm. Lots of bombs. Um. Yeah, yeah. Like PS2 onward, things start to get shaky. Right. So I can understand that point of view. Right. Right. So. All right, and shall it send? Hi. I forgot that there was the phone. <laughs> who do you, who do you thought who did you think? Oh no, I think that went to you first last time. <laughs> Alright, hold on, let me get this back. Zach, who you thought won? I mean Gareth was able to knock down game after game after game. Even if I didn't necessarily agree with what he was saying, he was able to do that. We don't know enough about Sacknock, but it but me looking that there's enough you know of a tight knit community of them still. I mean that that says something special, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with second just because like I I too am kind of sick of living in Activision yay Blizzard land. Right. It's I'm very sick of it. Right. Right. You know. Right. So right. that that might just be my own personal bias coloring it, but right, right, right. I got you. I got you. Andrew, you thought one. Um, my heart wants to say Konami. Because right. I love Konami so much. But the arguments with Sacknoth it's a pretty good argument. Right. For, forgive me, Konami, but I'm going to go with Sacknoth. Right. Uh, so let's go ahead and go with the... Uh, here we go. Uh, so the owner was from, a, from you know, Secret of Mana. Um, he was dealing with her and RPGs, as she said, here. Jason, you said um, you went with a full body of work, and then you just went into the whole entire franchise by giving us visual aid and different games, including some games that we, me and Zach probably disagree about. Simon's <laughs> Quest. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the argument against it, uh, you said uh, it, it's an unknown. That's what you said. Something I, I do agree. It is an unknown. Then that's something that could be against it. Um, Jason, the things against it. Um, yeah, 
while it, you talked about the full body of work, you went to the past. So when you said full body of work, you got to go whole body, the full the full library of Konami. And when you go to full library of games, um, he did mention um, Metal Gear Solid, um, Metal Gear Survive, which really hurt you. Um, also, uh, he did brought up something, yeah, something that was brought up possibly in the chat. Um, Pachinko machines. Yes. Um, yeah. That that's what Pachinko. Kind of, Pachinko <laughs> machines. Uh, Silent Hill has become Pachinko. Exactly. <laughs> um, so he little was arguing like really really hard, and um, I don't know if um, Sh- um, Shadowheart is you know as the cult as a cult following it is, but. It might. It's from what you're saying. It does. So something is interesting. So um, for this one, going by the argument, like I'm with Angie. I do agree that I want to pick. Um, I do want to pick Konami because they have a full full body work. But argument wise, Gareth beats you. So Gareth gets the point. GG GG. I did not expect that, and I just want to say one thing. Bringing up the pachinko machines was a real gamble because the company that own um, Sack, that own Sacknoth now making pachinko machines as well. Well, yeah, okay. yeah, you mean. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but the company is go- that made it is done. They're not. Yeah. They're not spreading the. You know, it's not like there is a. I don't know. Shadow Hearts pachinko machine. I see. Right. Right. <laughs> Andrew, what you're saying in the chat? Pretty much everything about the pachinko machines that we've been saying. <laughs> so so much pachinko yeah also they killed hudson soft and that's a that's a strike against oh yeah yeah (laughs) um but But, uh, i bet um yeah um this is no bias you brought out some games up there that were like Wow, really? Um, like Simon's Quest. Simon's Quest. <laughs> I I know you were grabbing, but you should have thrown that one. Shoot it down away. That I was like, <laughs> like <"Ooh."> quick. <laughs> what a one oh gra- oh god, the night is not falling. What a what what a terrible day to have a curse. Hey, you Billy, buy you Billy still. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. But like I said, Simon's Quest kind of hurts you, man. Kind of broken. Kind of broken. All right. All right, Jason, we're coming to the last question. You, If you don't get this, you will lose. But if you win, we will go to a PvP. So all is hanging on this final question. All right. So, Zach, what is the final question? And you want to read it? Sure. What is the worst NES game? Ooh. This is going to be fun. So, uh, last time I went with Gareth, Jason, bring us home. What is the answer? Uh, I chose Predator for the NES. (laughs) Okay. Gareth? Do I chose Deadly Towers? Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, these are... Why did y'all both pick... Once again, I'm going to say this again. 
And I said this before in a previous episode. Why did you both pick stuff that were from the nerd? Well, I mean, how many episodes does he have, man? I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, Dave EGN. Yeah, true, true. All right, I mean. As I say, Predator was only referenced as an Arnold Schwarzenegger game. They didn't specifically play Predator. Eh, point. All right, so I'm going to ring this bell, and y'all are going to go at it. Okay, I got to start here because I have to start with uh, Predator. Actually, we're doing this wrong because we have to make our arguments. Why are yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, this is what you got to do. This, so this is me. Okay, um, I'm choosing Predator, and here's why, okay? When you play this game, you start playing, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock me in here. <laughs> okay, this is it. This is all I can do. Look, I just died. That's about as far as I get in the game. And we're going to play again. I'm going to show you why this sucks. And it's not just me, okay? I'm actually semi-decent in video games, okay? I get to this part in the level. I keep going. I get the grenade, okay? I almost die. That's fine. Whatever. Okay. How do I get over this wall? This is it. Like, how do I get over this wall? Yeah, keep popping grenades. I got to try and land the grenade on top of the wall. I can't even get up here. I'm stuck here. Ever since I bought this game, I've been stuck in this same spot the entire time. That's why this game sucks. I can't get past that part, that single part on the level. That's it. So if you could tell me how to get across there, I'd be a little more appreciative. But as of right now, this is my shitty NES game. <laughs> okay, gosh, he literally just gave us a like. I think that's a first set. <laughs> to that extent, yes. Yeah, that's a first set. Never had. Andrew, would you say that's a first on Gamer Crudge? <laughs> yeah. I will, I will say his competence is not something we can prove. <laughs> so, that's not quantifiable. I should have put visual aid on the green screen. <laughs> you could have did, did, did it. You could have did, did it. All right, Gareth. <laughs> Try to top that, please. <laughs> okay, well, I don't have a visual aid, but Deadly Towers was supposed to be a sort of, almost like a Zelda clone, but instead it's it's so bad it makes you want to rip your eyes out throw the game in the bin, set fire to the world, and just give up entirely. Um, so, the an- the enemies, you, they're so limited, it's basically just bouncing balls. That's all you do. In a, imagine Zelda with one type of enemy, and it's a bouncing ball. On top of that, your sword is so short, you, can, you can't even hit them until they're right in front of you, and they're already killing you anyway. Um, it's a game that, as far as I know, was designed to bring awareness to violence and basically stop people playing games because they're too violent. It was actually designed to stop you playing games. If you want a bad game, you look at one that is meant to stop you playing games. That is what this is. Um, on top of that, it's supposed to be expansive and non-linear, but everything breaks when you're playing it because you just do the same thing over and over again. While you don't get stuck, you don't ever do anything different throughout the entire length of the game. It is the most mind-numbing thing you will ever play, and afterwards your IQ will have dropped 60 points. 
Okay, you attempted to top it, and that was that was good enough. Uh, all right, guys. Special aid aside, let's go ahead and get ready to do this, Jason. Um, Jason, Gareth, here we go. You got to throw it on the line right here. This is for the win. Bill. Give it to me, Gareth. Okay. So, uh, it's hard, but that one point that you're at, by the look of it, when you show just your visual aid, it looked like you can maybe go on the top and go along the top. So yes, maybe that would work. It's too big. The hole is too big. Well, then you have a grenade and you're already break, breaking the block. So you can get through. You just need to be able to, as they say in um, like Dark Souls life, get good um, <laughs> and make sure you can dodge everything constantly. It's hard, but it's a challenge. Challenges don't, a challenge in a game doesn't make it bad. It just makes it challenging. What makes a game bad is where you physically can't hit the enemy until they're already killing you. You can't. If, when, what makes a game bad is when you're walk, walking through the exact same enemies for the whole length of the game and there's just constant repetition to the point where you're just, you, you get bored because you don't do anything different. At least with Predator, there's something you can do. You can have that challenge. You can struggle. You can, tr you can overcome and you get the appreciation once you've actually managed to do it. With this, you don't get any kind of emotional appreciation because it's just, oh look, the exact same thing again that I've been doing for the last six hours. I can tell you right now that I've been doing that same, exact same thing for six hours as well. So I don't know what's more mind-numbing and like pointless in being stuck in that same exact position that whole time. Now, I granted, I'm sure there's a way. I know there's a way. There's got to be a way somewhere. But it sounds like at least your game has somewhat progression. You can move in some areas. But I'm here. I'm stuck on the same first level the whole time. Well, then you just got to work out how to get through that bit. That's not that's not a bad game. That's just challenge. That's trying to figure it out. A bad game is you literally you progress, but you don't realize you're progressing because everything is identical. There is nothing that will tell you in this game that you're getting anywhere. On top of that, your game was designed to, even if it's not particularly fun, it was at least designed to be entertaining at a point. This game was designed to put people off gaming. You can't get worse than something designed to literally make you hate games. Gareth, you saw where the entertainment stopped, okay? It literally <laughs> stopped right in front of me. That wall, boom. Uh, the entertainment hit that wall. Yeah, there, but there is a way through there. There is well, a way through there. There, people, a way through there. there might not be anything past that wall. Well, people have completed that game, so there is a way through there. We don't know. We just don't know. I guarantee there's a speed run somewhere or someone's actually uh, finished that game. A full play I'm, sure right. I'm sure there is. Okay. Yeah, so... Again, it's difficult, it's a challenge, but you can overcome it. You can't overcome just doing the same thing constantly. That is terrible game design. Sure you can. You can appreciate it. Why don't you, why don't you change your mind and just enjoy the game that you're playing? It's nonviolent. You should be able to enjoy it. You should be able to uh, love it the way that it was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> what? How do, you en how do you enjoy a game where it's supposed to be a Zelda clone, but you can't hit anyone until they're already killing you, it's it, and it's designed to make you hate games. How do you take any enjoyment from a Zelda clone, which is literally tr trash? You have you have me sold at Zelda clone. I would love to play your game, and you can take this game. I would be I would do it in a heartbeat, and please live stream it so I can watch you cry. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to try that one. That would be fun. <laughs> I think, I think we're done. Ring the bell. Okay, we're in the middle. It's so bad. It's so like a minute and a half. 
<laughs> that rang the bell. So there we go. I think we both agree that it's terrible. I don't know. <laughs> Hard to do that with bad games. All right, all right, Zach, you got one for this one. Got any facts? You mean or question? I mean, I had one, but it's also like. If he doesn't know how to get past the first thing, what possible questions can we have? That is a good question. <laughs> so either he's faking it and he's better, doesn't <laughs> know, or he's forgotten. <laughs> so, mm, interesting. But I did no, look. Get past you, like there's like Arthur. You can jump it. I watched it. Okay. Know. All right. It's possible. I'm good. All right, all right, all right. We just ignored that. We just ignored what everybody ignore what she's doing. <laughs> it's nothing bad. I just dropped a bunch of stuff. And not a drink. Ouch. All right. Uh, so no, that has a lid. So Andrew, what do you got a question? Yeah. All right. So we now we know like why you guys chose these games as the worst games. What one thing in this game would make it a thousand times better? There we go. Good question. Yeah, Jason? Remove the wall on the first level. <laughs> okay. Remove the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I realize how childish it sounds. It's just funny. It's it I had to because I've had so much trouble with this one and I remember playing it and trying to keep going. And it's not I think I, at one point, I did pass this wall. I think I got to, like, another second part where, like, I got even stuck after that. And I was done. I was just done. I, I, every time I played it, I thought it was uh, I thought it was terrible. All right. All right. All right. Yeah? Well, that's easy. Some variation to the enemies, so you're not doing the same thing and fighting the same person over and over again for thirty odd hours as you're going insane. Just some variation to something other than a blue circle. Oh, I should have chose Desert Bus. <laughs> if that was <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that would have been a good call. Oh, <laughs> good God Almighty! Okay. That's facts. <laughs> there are more walls after the one you take from the first part. <laughs> so it doesn't particularly fix it. Um, I don't know. The problem is changing any of these games would make them not the games they are. Right. <laughs> and they are the games they are. And they're both terrible. Yes. <laughs> they are. They suck. This uh, game actually reminds me a lot of Zoop. When Zoop came out, it, that was the whole thing. It was all supposed to be like a, a anti-violence game. In fact, Blockbuster had a special deal where if you rented Zoop, you get another game for free because that's how it That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> You never played Zoop? Look it up. Z-O-O-P. Super Nintendo Genesis, I think, has it as well. What the heck is this garbage? <laughs> okay, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, I have seen it. All right. Uh, Angelic Sin, a.k.a. I call Angie. Hi. 
What did you think? Who do you think won this? And also, I'm gonna put this to a three-person vote. Seeing this is the final question, this could make the final make this the final question, or you know. So I'm not the deciding vote. So let's put it like that. So if, there, if somebody gets two votes, they win. So Angie, who you thought won? Honestly, I'm gonna go with Predator because it just reminds me too much of like Terminator. Because it was the same exact issue. You couldn't get past, like, that one first section ever. It was, like, well, one of the most difficult things to do. Terminator, <laughs> we talked about this on our meeting, and Terminator was interesting because it has such buildup. It looks so cool. Like, everything comes together. You're ready to play. It's going to be awesome, and then you're just stuck. Man, that, I feel the same way with Predator. Like, I I was, like, really hyped about it, you know? The movie was cool, so, like, you hope the game's cool and you can't, can't get past the first wall, like... Yep, point. <laughs> Zach? I mean, Predator is bad. It's a bad game. But it's within the realm of possibility of licensed game for NES. Like, I don't think Deadly Towers is the worst thing that ever came up for the NES, personally. I think that's Sunday Fun Day. Point. Um, (laughs) But Deadly Towers is pretty bad. And arguably they succeeded, because I I don't think anyone wants to play games after that's on. (laughs) Arguably they might have succeeded in their goal. So... They succeeded to make one of the worst NES games, so I, I'm going with I'm going with Deadly Towers. It's it's right. just a trope. Jason, um, you just had visual aid. So I just really wrote visual aid. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> experience. I was showing it happen. Uh, that's the first that I am literally I'm literally typing first in time in gamer grudge history. Uh, first time in GG history. Uh, Yes, that is the first time in GG history. I mean, that's probably going to be on next year's clip show. Um, <laughs> visual aid! Angie, mark that down. That's probably going to be on the clip show. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, so, uh, so, here we go. Uh, Gareth, you said it was a Zelda clone set out the, um, you know, found fire, bouncing balls. You literally said that swiftly. Uh, said that um, it's a short sword Um, it was supposed to you know supposed to stop violence Um, things against it Um, I think um, I I think with 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 Jason he said challenge is not bad Um, okay so but um, Gareth you also said also said against yours your game has progression now, um, here's the thing that I think was interesting. While his game, this is where the visual aid comes in, I think it helped him a little bit. While the visual aid, while you said it is a challenge, looking at the visual aid, there's a, I, I have, when I, do a, when I do Let's Make It Better videos, there's a difference between challenging there's a champ there's a difference between being challenging and something being your fault. And I feel like looking at that, if you literally got something in, inflicting your way, 
something in your way, that's not a challenge. That's something that the game put there that is bullcrap, and they can't fix it. So in my eyes, yeah, while it's challenging, you're doing it. If they could, if they wanted you to just get out that situation, they would have. Like for example, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the NES game. You know, hey, you know, after a while, you you start thinking, oh, you can do stuff, but you got to challenge your way to get it, and you got to make a good mark to do it, or you literally got to step over something to get to the next stage, which is annoying, I admit, but it's not a ch- it's a challenge because you had to figure it out. That didn't look like a challenge. That just looked like a daggone trap. No offense. And while Zach, you're right, they did figure out a way. And from like I said, from what I saw, it just don't look like he got out. He wasn't even trying to get out. So either I, I agree with Zach, either Jason is very, very good, very, very terrible at this very, very terrible at gaming. <laughs> he is so good at decisively doing this that he's fooling us. Or this game is really as bad as it seems. And judging by the game collection, I don't think he's that bad. So. Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> as much as I really want to, I do like Gareth and how it's supposed to be bad. I feel like this game was, your, while your argument is this game was supposed to be bad, I feel like it's a double-edged sword where, hey, it is supposed to be bad. That is true. It's supposed to be bad, but I feel like that's just like, hey, this is supposed to be bad. You know, they were actually expecting this to be bad. So that's the thing I feel like is a knock against you. Where Predator, I mean, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think who? I, I think it was Activision that made it. Who who made it? Uh, okay, moving along, Jason. Activision, yes. Activision made it. Activision made some good games. So yeah, I gotta go with Jason. GG. GG. Yeah, right. Thank you. So we're going to a PvP, people. Woo! Wasn't ready for this. All right, all right, all right. Oh, let's keep this going, people. All right, so let's go to the PvP round. The PvP is as followed. Andrew, you want to read it? Yes. Hold on, I can't see it very well. <laughs> okay. I'm blind! <laughs> okay. We are on PvP! Woo! Okay. Both remaining fighters will be asked the same question from one of the hosts. The host will then reveal a question that the fighters now need to make their answers fit into an argument to present. Sorry, grammar. <laughs> it's okay. Each fighter will be given one minute to present their argument as well as one minute rebuttal. The host shall then render their verdict. The fighter with the most points or winner of a coin toss going into PvP will be given a choice to either pick which host will ask the question or determine the order the fighters will argue in. All right, there we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. I had to press the button again. I apologize. Okay, so, Zach, you got a coin? I do. All right, you're going to flip it in the air? Uh, call it in the air, gentlemen. 
Heads. It is... I don't know. What's heads on a euro? <laughs> I got a Pokemon coin right here. We can. No, do. seriously. Is the one on the front the heads? Because that's what I got. Yeah, I don't I think. Okay. What's heads and tails on a euro? You need to know. Can we just let, we don't use euro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just let's just let's just let Andy do it because it's just yeah. I don't okay. want to. Yeah, I'm one not side. trying to say I don't know which one it is. So go ahead. Right. One side is a Pikachu. One side's a Pokeball. <laughs> yeah, that's less confusing. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a reslip. There we go. Pikachu. Yay! Pikachu Wait. never lose. He just went yay. We don't know if that's heads or tails. <laughs> no, no, no. He shout no. Jared, just Pikachu. Pikachu. Said Pikachu. Okay. okay. Yeah, there I just said yeah. Pikachu never went. Well. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. This is going. This is going. At, okay. So let's go ahead and go with. Uh, so, Gareth, you know the deal. You get to choose between one of us, or you can you can go choose to be first or second. Didn't Jason win it? I won, either. No, he won. Oh, Jason won? Yeah. I did. Oh, okay. Jason, my bad. I apologize. My apologies. Jason. <laughs> Jason. Do you want so do you want to go first or second, or do you want to choose somebody from the panel first? I have to pick four. You can choose anybody for uh, for one of for which is me, Angie, or Zach to give you the question, or you can go first or second. I choose Angie. Okay, so Gareth, he is literally relayed his um to go first or second. So which one do you which way you want to go, first or second? I'll go second. Okay, so Gareth, so Gareth is going second. Jason, you're going first. Angie, what is our question? <laughs> she wasn't ready. I'm, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> Please we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like your soap? <laughs> I found out there's a Wisdom Tree collection on Steam. That is terrifying. Are you sick? Are you literally sick of water? Well, go if you go get this water, which you can't see the whole top of, <laughs> go get it. Gamer Grudge Water. Where's the Batman mask? I know it's like right there. Okay. I got a question. Right it's there. one that Zero has <laughs> posted before, but we haven't actually brought it into right. a game yet. So, question is... Remember, they got to pick the subject first before they did it. Uh, they that pick subject. Yeah. Okay. Pick... Any character from a game. Cloud Strife. Okay. Um, uh, Chrono from Chrono Trigger. Okay. Okay, now take that character that you have and... Explain how they would be best suited to come to Earth to solve an international crisis. Ooh. 
<laughs> well, so I'm gonna go first, right? Yes, you have to. You have no choice. Uh, I chose uh, Chrono. Um, the reason I say the best way uh, is uh, Chrono has um, magical abilities that he can use uh, to uh, bring people to life. So if anybody had died, he has uh, a life ability, I believe. Um, there also, he has uh, a rainbow sword that can cut down multiple enemies at a given time. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, he has come back to life, so might, some people might consider him a savior. So he might start a religion, in which case it would s- solve an international crisis of some sort. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. Um, I just saw well, that got a little bit, as a Christian there, a little bit harsh. Okay. I don't know. I mean, the Church of Chrono. I mean, I Shut up, Zach. Shut up, Zach. Okay. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that, you something. Uh, so, uh, Dara, your answer. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, so, Cloud, again, he, he he's a warrior just like Chrono. He has, he has a huge sword that can cut through loads of enemies just like Chrono. Um, however, one he, he um, one thing that he, with Cloud is he in in the game he has to deal with all of the different types of people that are in his party constantly arguing with each, with each other and he has to find diplomatic ways to get them all on side. On top of that, he's got his own demons and he has to be able to work out and write and handle his own basically mental health whilst making sure that everyone else stays together constantly so he's got the diplomatic side and he's got the warrior side he's basically a whole package in one so when it comes to any kind of issue on earth he's probably going to be a particularly good answer to it because he can look at it from both angles okay look at it from both angles okay I felt like we ran into both the same problem, but I felt like yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So um, now we go to the rebuttal. Um, Jason, you get to rebut, oh, rebut against Kara, and then so I get to talk crap about Cloud. That's what happens. You get to talk crap about Cloud. While I, if that, if that is your if that is your prerogative, yeah, you can, you can talk junk about Cloud. You can do whatever you want. You can literally boost your answer while destroying kids, but Gareth cannot talk to him. You're all alone. So here we go. Once I ring this bell, you cannot talk. You get to do it. Um, my, well, this is gonna be hard. Uh, you literally chose a guy that is the same as my guy, so there's no difference. The leader of a party would be a leader uh, with anybody uh, in, in anywhere at any point in time. They would show leadership and dip, dip, diplomacy uh, a- anywhere. So I would have to agree that you have explained my character very well. Thank you very much. I don't know. <laughs> Are you having it there? We got no rebuttal. Okay. Gareth? Right. Okay. So, yes, they are very similar characters, but there's one key difference. Cloud can talk. Chrono is a silent character. He can't actually communicate with anyone. So there's no way he can handle any situation because no one will know what he's trying to do because he can't actually talk to any of them. So instantly that fails because he'll be using his magic and he'll be like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And no one will be able to understand what he's doing because he can't tell anyone. 
did you drop the bell? I mean, considering no argument was given against Cloud, Cloud wins. I mean, <laughs> you're not even gonna talk about that. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I mean, it's he doesn't. He can't go back. So I mean, <laughs> that is right. Uh -huh. <laughs> Gareth, that was a good creative. I just had to think about it. Angie, you thought one. I kind of want to go with Chrono. Right. But my final answer is going to be Cloud. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jason. <laughs> once he said that, once he opened his mouth and says, "There's one problem with with Chrono," and well, I guess right here, same guy. Okay. So here we go. I'm just gonna throw through this to make you feel happy. He has magical ability. He can break people, bring people to life. Um, he's a savior. Okay. Um, Gareth, you said he's kind of he, he had a huge sword. He can, you know, he can make deals. He, He's diplomatic with everybody. He can, um, he he looks for, uh, you know, he, he knows how to deal with different people. In other words, um, Jason, you said same guy. Okay, uh, so uh, and Gareth, you just literally just literally said, and I'm gonna repeat it. You said there is one problem with Chrono, and that is fact is he cannot talk. When you said that, I busted out laughing because I was sitting there. I I literally had to think about that, and I was like, "Does he talk in the game?" No. Perception is supposed to be your perception. Like that's how I always. But 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 Gareth, but but Jason Gareth went into more detail where it got even more funnier. Where he just literally not only stomped on your whole argument. He literally stomped on your own argument and crushed your soul with this argument. And my dreams. And my dreams. your dreams. Sorry. He's doing all this. He's doing all these magic. He's doing all these magic. And people are asking him, what are you doing? Can you tell me? Just looking at him. So final answer is Cloud. Yes. Cloud wins. Can I just say, Jason? Sure. All you needed to mention was that Cloud is a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have to say, yeah. Clouds of terrorists. It's been really easy. <laughs> Clouds of terrorists. Yeah. I mean, just one person finds out Clouds a former terrorist. Well, it's not going to go well. Also, also, he's an identity stealer. So, I mean, there's that too. True. Yeah. Well, you can't steal the identity of somebody who doesn't have a personality. Well. <laughs> point, point, point. Well, uh, you also said you also did pick Cloud, even though he don't got no personality. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so I guess that's it, people. Uh, Gareth, you get you're the winner of this episode of Gamer Guys. Good job, good job. This is a good, this is a good matchup. Um, Congratulations, sir. I appreciate the uh, challenge. Thank you very much. 
Right, right, right. I, um, and for today, yeah. Mac needs to call football footy for the rest of the day now. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so, so uh, this is what I had to say to you, Zach. Uh, so, um, also, uh, Garrett, that means you get to go to the uh, you get to go to our semifinals matchup, which will be Woo! which will be in um, October, um, which will be October. I'm looking it up right now. Um, October 21st or the 7th. So I'm going to let you get to choose senior day. So which day you want? The 21st. All right. So October 21st, you get that day. So you're going to be in the semifinals. Congratulations, Garrett. You are in the semifinals for the championship belt. And the champion who is in the chat right now. Scared. He's at home washing his tights. <laughs> yes, I'm talking about you, Eric. You're at home washing your tights. <laughs> okay, so why why does Eric have tights? I don't know. I just wanted to I just wanted to copy Batman. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh but yeah seriously we love you eric um he's the, he's the champion he's here right now um but you will get to go in the you get to go to the semifinals so congratulations to gareth um jason you did a good job um good job <laughs> Yo, no 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 that visual a was the first you did a lot of first in gamer grudge and a lot of people are probably going to copy you now <laughs> he said, Jason, just stop the digital aid. I want to bring a TV and do it. All right, so, uh, guys, and this was actually a short episode. We didn't do too bad. Um, so, let's go ahead and get our plugs down. Um, uh, um, so, um, let's go ahead and start with Jason. Jason, what you got to buddy? Well, hello, everybody. I'd just like to say thank you so much for having me here. Um, I am Game Cave Jason. You can look me up uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all, all those uh, um, major uh, social media outlets, and just search Game Cave Jason. And I really appreciate uh, you guys putting me on here. It's been really fun, and I, I can't thank you enough for doing it. No problem. Um, we want you back on. We definitely going to get – if you want to come back on Season 6, you're welcome to come back. <laughs> oh, you're definitely coming back. Thank you. Are you definitely coming back? Are you taking the invite? So you'll. Yeah. So guys, we're saying it right here, right now. Jason will be on season six. <laughs> oh, all right, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, no, no, you got a spot, so don't worry. Um, anybody that want to be on here is welcome back. Gareth, it's so great to have you back. It, it was so we we saw you in the last episode, and I was so mad that we couldn't get you in the actual fight, and now that we got you in a, a fight for the belt. We we love to having you here. Uh, thank you for coming. What you got to pull, buddy? And thank you for staying, guys. It is twelve o'clock midnight. Where he's at? Give a round of applause for Gareth. He's literally stuck <laughs> with us. I I, I want to thank him for that. He literally, it's 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 like twelve o'clock in the UK. I was like, oh, he's gonna do this, and he did it. Took the nap, and then he is here. Devotion, Gareth. What you got to pull, buddy? Well, I would also like to say thanks for having me on. Um, that was a lot of fun, Jason. That was. Great, <laughs> really enjoyed that. Um, you you can find me at sixteen bit dad. You can go you Google it; you'll come up. Or you can find me on Twitch at sixteen bit dad or Twitter at sixteen bit dad blog. All right, cool, great. All right, and as usual, Angelic Sin, aka. Hi. <laughs> 
Okay, well, as you guys know, you can find me hanging out with the Game Fixers all the time. We do tons of fun stuff behind the scenes. Got some new shows coming up. <laughs> um, you can also find me on Mixer, mixer.com forward slash Angelic Sin. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, and TikTok. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, re I'm reading the chat. Eric said, can I just keep the belt if I retire now? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving us that belt. It will be vacant. To be fair, he's the only one who's been able to put it on. Yeah, that is fair, but we're not giving it up. Okay, so, uh, and last but not least, Zach, I guess. Why do you guys sound so depressed about it? <laughs> This is how we are. Guy, <laughs> we, we we no. This is how we are in real life. We hate each other. Yeah, really? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. Check out my channel or not. I'm generally here. If not, I do. I've been trying to once a week stream Vampire. Uh, <laughs> I did not get to it last week, unfortunately. But uh, GF1 this coming month. Uh, Hopefully, some more killer cuts and sick tapes, and some right. just, uh, just some other podcasts. Right, we're, we're, that's about all. Yeah, right. Everything's um, in production. Everything is in swift production. I have I have a fair warning to anyone that plays Gareth coming up, and that's uh, having a distinguished British accent is going to help you go a long way. <laughs> it, 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 makes our, it makes our dumb American brains all soft and squishy. Right. <laughs> squishy. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> oh, crap. oh crap nah, Eric you can never hurt me because I already beat you <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Max sorry. stop being a wanker okay, okay sorry <laughs> um, sorry <laughs> going, Angie. okay uh, so guy uh, so um Zach you know you're you know uh, you know you know me and you're cool we cool guy we cool uh, I just talk junk to you from time to time. This is how we are. Uh, mm. Shut up, Zach. <laughs> Blow it out your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Go F yourself, Zach. <laughs> okay, I'm going to move it on. Okay, next subject. Okay, guys, um, I'm Matt Poole, a.k.a. The Game Fixer. Um, I'm the owner and founder of the channel. I know we didn't get a lot of people in here like we usually get, but right now I didn't mean not plugging the stream. We're going to get the plug in the stream, and we're going to start doing that. We're going to start doing better things. Also, um, the poll, I know we didn't get the poll right. We're going to get that back going again. I apologize for that. That's my fault. We got to get back with rolling with that, and that's our fault. It, it's trying to get into the swing of things, so I feel like we're getting back to normal. Um, also, um, go watch GF1 podcast. Go watch the GF15 podcast, which is coming up. Go watch Binge Watch, which is out. That's coming out. We got more episodes coming out soon. Almost. We got five episodes, guys, so don't worry about that. Also, um, also, um, we got one more show I want to talk about, which I already got in the works. We are bringing back the one, the only tech podcast, which will have... Not only me back, me and Coriel Williams, we're coming back. We're combining our channels together to make that one show. We're going to be on both our channels. It's going to be live on both our channels. So if you love the Tech Podcast, if you're a fan of it, 
come back. We're going to bring it back. It's going to be on iTunes. It's going to be on his iTunes, Alien Body Parts. Tech Podcast is coming back in full throttle. And not only that, we are not only that, we're going to have some new. We have a new slot. We have a new people. We have Angelic Sin coming in, being a co-host, and also we have Scott Sated back in the back on back as the judge. He's coming back, and also people, we have the wonderful, the talented, the great, the great one, Roy Folker, the myth, the legend, Roy Folker. Who loves to like act like man? Who literally thinks he's Matthew McConaughey, but he's not. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna get back with that. So Roy Focal will be back. Dixie Chick sixty nine forever, people. But he's not staying in my. He's not staying in my room anymore. Thank God. Okay, so guys, uh, thank you, thank you for watching, people. Um, this has been a great show. Also. Before I forget, before I forgot, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for shouting. Before I forget, happy birthday, Zero. Happy birthday, Condemn Crimson. This is his birthday today. Um, I want to thank you, give you, wish you a very happy birthday. He couldn't be here. He wanted to be on this episode. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry that, um, so sorry about that. Happy birthday, Condemn Crimson. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to them Crimson. Happy birthday to you. And many more. And I know that's the worst birthday song you get, but happy birthday. Happy oh, birthday, Zero. Happy birthday, Zero. Also, happy birthday to the, I don't know his name, <laughs> but happy birthday. Happy birthday to everybody that's birthday is out here, but um, IFC fan. IFC fan. Happy birthday to you. Um, but guys, um, just want to tell him happy birthday. We love you, Zero. He's our producer. Um, love you. Thank you for um, doing all this. So happy birthday to you, Zero. And uh, guys, we will be back. Not next week because we're taking a week off because I got to get myself. Next. So also, like it once again, this is possibly the last day I'm going to be in this garage. Possibly. I may be on the next episode. So get a look at it. This is probably the last time I'll probably be upstairs by then. So enjoy. Fingers life. crossed. Fingers, fingers crossed. Guys, I'm going upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want me to leave this garage because you're so many good members. Uh, but guys. I'll get over it. Yeah, she'll get over it. But guys, I um, want to thank you for um, thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. Not next week, but the week after. We'll be back for our next episode of Gamer Grudge. We'll have a new set of people, new set of fighters, new lease on life. Also, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. See you next time. God bless you. See you next time. For another, see you next time for another episode of Game of Thrones! Let us get up out of here!